You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate. A series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. And I know you have an exercise that uh, we're oh, yeah. this yeah, off we're, with, Okay. We? We're diving in. We're diving in. <laughs> we're right in. Yeah. So the the topic we're going to be talking about today is messy. And it was fun because I I came up this time. I came up with the idea. It's usually you, Brenda, that comes up with the ideas. And it's just like, what does messy mean? Like if you're messy, if you have a messy desk or a messy car, what does that mean? Is it is it a symbol or do, of anything? And so then I texted you, go, hey, what if we do it on messy? And then your text back was funny. You should say that. And then you said, well, I told you that I was actually the messiest person in my pottery class that I just started <laughs> taking. And when I told my friend that she told me that that was okay because messy people were always the most creative. There we go. See, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is in all our articles that we read, she's right. Actually, messy people tend to be highly creative. So for those of you who are messy out there, we have some great news for you. You're highly <laughs> creative. <laughs> okay, so what I thought, how I thought we could start is um, I came up, after reading all the articles, I came up with a list of 30 areas where you might be messy. So for the people listening, I want you to rate yourself, just as we're talking, rate yourself. So one is yes. Yes, I'm messy there. Two is I'm somewhat messy there. And three is no, I'm not messy there at all. Okay. So for example, the first one is the kitchen. Are you normally, are, are we going to see you're messy in the kitchen? Yes, somewhat no. Okay. So Brenda, you're going to be the guinea pig. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to, I'm just going to rattle off the 30 and then you raise yourself one. Yes, I am. Two, somewhat. Three, no, I'm not. Okay. Okay. okay so the first one's kitchen. One. Uh, second one is cupboards, drawers, closets, where, you know, something, there's a door, like you can't see behind it. Oh, one. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, oh, wait. So you are you you are messy in the kitchen. Messy. Oh, yeah. added the cupboards. Okay. If you had a garage. Oh, if I had a garage, I would guess it would probably be a one. Okay. Your desk. Two. Oh. Um, your clothes closet, where your clothes are. Two. Okay. Uh, bathroom toiletries, makeup. Three. Okay. Uh, bathroom floor. Three. Use the same bath towel for a longer period of time. Is this, is one, is yes saying? Yes. You, you, you won't wash your towels frequently. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Ooh, one. Ooh, uh, dirty dishes in the bedroom or other rooms. Mm, two. Uh, leftovers in refrigerator. One. Ah! The range stoves caked with burnt food and grease. Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you keep papers like uh, those paper piles. Three. Those are um, your computer bag or your purses are not three clean. Okay, your wallet is stuffed with stuff. Three. I'm good. Your garden is a little messy. Ooh, I don't have a garden. If I had a garden, I'm guessing it'd be a two. Okay. Your laundry piles up? Mm, two. Your bed is unmade? One, yes. Oh, your bedroom floor has stuff on it. 
<laughs> um, you'll use the same bed sheets for a longer period of time. Two. Uh, water bottles laying around. Ooh, uh, three actually. Um, your foyer or your garage entryway. Shoes are all like thrown around or. That's they're... actually a three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your computer needs updates, upgrades. Two. Um, um, how you dress, your hairstyle, your wrinkled clothing, pet hair stains. Two. Um, that you would say, oh, my life is kind of messy. Forget physical things. I think my actual life is a little messy. Ah, <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, trash can overflows. Two. Have too many belongings. It's hard no. to let go of things. Three. I'm good there. Uh, you keep things around just in case. Two. Uh, clothes you haven't worn in years, you still have them. Three. And your handwriting or printing is messy. Uh, two. Nice. Okay. So that's that's what I found. Those are all the areas of messy that I found. Maybe there's more. And people listening, if you want to send us, if there's something we didn't bring up. But that seemed to be the recurring theme I noticed was these 30 areas of messy. So that's the stuff we're going to be talking about is this, this, these areas of messy that you have in your life. What I enjoy about your list is that you're it, it can be brought into your workplace as well. Like you bring up desk and paperwork yeah. and computer and things like that. Because I do find that I am less or more messy depending on what like faction of my life we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So you may have noticed that all of the kitchen related questions I am very bad with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am not the one that keeps those things clean. That is Victor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the bathroom, like that's a place where that's more of my clean zone. So I feel like sometimes we can have different ways in which we're messy or clean, totally. depending on what part you're looking at. Totally. Did I say a car that your car is messy? I don't think oh, I put no, that in there. Car, I got to add that one. one. Yeah. What like about you? Do you have a messy car? My car is great. That's a that's something I keep real clean. Yeah, isn't that funny? And also seasons of life. Like there are times where I mean, even as a kid, oh boy, my room was a mess. But I don't have that that thing anymore where I just would pile stuff up. <laughs> you couldn't find me in my own bedroom. I like I don't have that anymore. But I've outgrown that that part right. of me. But yeah, I did when I was little. I was really messy. Right, way and that's messier a good point as well. And I know this is something we talk about a lot here, but. We can always change too, yeah. right? So I, I yeah. like that you bring that up as well, depending on what chapter or season of your life you may mm-hmm. be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like what you said that when you point out that kitchen is where you're messy, like that's going to be your spot. And I think that's also kind of cool that we have sections of our life that we we just are messy and it doesn't, and not everybody though. And what we are, I hopefully going to talk about that. Now, some people don't have any mess in their life, right? Like there's nothing messy, but uh, we're talking about people in this episode for people who have a little bit of messy in their yeah. world. You won't have a little messy streak. If you answered yeah. mostly twos and ones like Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never know that about you. There's no way I would, I would have thought you were somebody who was more on the neat side. Well, like consistently see, in everything. Because in my work life, I am more organized and mm. cleaner. Mm. But my my desk is life. never, never clean, even <laughs> at work. 
like when I worked at Fluvog, now my desk was always piled. I, at the end of the day, I'd hide the papers. <laughs> I was going to say there is usually a drawer, like there's yeah. a, a doom yeah. drawer, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh. Uh, but my, my big, I mean, I have a few mess areas is papers. I'm just afraid to get rid of papers. Mm. And being a, you know, owning my own company, like just, I do have that just in case I better keep this paper. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I need to keep it. And then I, then it gets piled and then I just keep it because I don't feel like going through the pile. (laughs) So so that is my papers are, have always been my weakness. I am terrible with collecting papers. I also collect papers, but I am good at filing them away. So to my, to my benefit, um, Well, as as you said, Karen, we are talking about mess and messiness today. Before we dive further in, I do want to throw in a quick caveat to those of you who are listening that there are certain things in our life that can lend to us being more or less messy. And some of those things may come in the form of mental health issues such as OCD, ADHD, hoarding, depression, like all those things can definitely influence uh, how messy or not messy you are are being in your life. And we're not going to talk about that today. So we're acknowledging that those things can impact this conversation, Mm -hmm. but today's conversation will not include that piece. (laughs) So as we move on, uh, we did find a fun quiz. So that was Karen's quiz, which I quite liked. But we did find another quiz that was fun that we will put in our, we will link. And this quiz essentially puts you into one of four categories. And they have these categories structured as the mess savant, the orderly procrastinator, the pathological mess maker, and the order enforcer. Well, I'll give you a quick rundown of those four different types because they, I think that most people will find that they resonate with most one of these. I thought that they did a nice job of summarizing these. Mm. So the mess savant, uh, according to this quiz, they achieve just the right level of mess to avoid wasting time or other resources with what could be deemed as needless straightening up and ordering, uh, which allows them to invite random opportunity, insight, and inspiration into their life. Uh, Of course, that doesn't mean that they couldn't do better or that they could not improve. There are obviously a number of ways in which one can be messy, and it's always worth continuing to explore some of those ways in which you can be messy or more orderly and tidy. So for the mess savant, you may find that there are some parts of your life where you can loosen the reins a little and perhaps some where you do need a little or extra order. Mm -hmm. Uh, The orderly procrastinator, had a hard time saying that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The orderly procrastinator, your efforts to maintain high levels of neatness and organization exceed likely the payoff that you're getting from this organization neatness. Uh, You sometimes cut off the benefits of having a more relaxed approach. In particular, the time and focus that you put into being orderly, uh, it may be resulting in you putting off and perhaps neglecting other important tasks and opportunities. So for these people, they suggest that if you can loosen up your approach to mess a little and prioritize important tasks over day-to-day tidying, that you may find a better balance. 
I wonder on that one um, if it's uh, they, maybe a distraction that orderly becomes too much of a distraction and it keeps them from doing the things they actually need to do. So right. maybe it's I need to um, I, I want to just clean the kitchen before I do ABC. Like I, I'm going right. to just oh maybe maybe I'll just put away these boxes and I'll do. But really, what you ultimately actually want to do is not. You're, it's keeping you from doing what you're actually wanting to do. So maybe that's why the procrastinator being too, too neat and tidy might cause procrastination, which I thought was interesting. I never saw it that way before. Uh, the pathological mess makers. That's our next one. While being moderately messy, this can have benefits. Uh, but at a certain point, your mess can become dysfunctional and you may be flirting with this kind of trouble. Hmm. So while many people can be very messy in some ways and still be well-adjusted and effective, extreme messiness can be a symptom of an underlying problem such as ADHD, depression, anxiety. So if you find that you are pathologically messy, uh, this is perhaps one of those times where you would want to think about if, is this a bigger problem? And mm -hmm. if this is a bigger problem, do I want to talk to my friends about it? Do I want to talk to a health professional about this? Mm -hmm. uh, if you find that you really, you know, where your messiness has become like a dysfunction, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also there's no shame because if, if the people listening, if you can relate to being a pathological mess maker, where it seems like there, it's a lot of mess around you in almost every category, that is your way of saying that's, that might be a cry for help. It might be you going, I don't know how to say I need help, but I'm showing that I need help. And so there's no shame in that at all. It's just, it's an outlet. It's a form of expression. That's a form of communicating. And, and so please remove all shame. Right. I, yeah. I like that. And I will say as well, you know, who, who out there in the world is, is coming up with or like qualifying what yeah. is mess, right? right. So I think when we're talking about this pathological mess maker and we're talking about it being so dysfunctional or to the point where you perhaps have an underlying problem, in my mind, that's like that kind of mess. That's like when you can't like get through your home or like there's literally food that's just three weeks old on your counter or, you know, I think every person is going to have a different level of what is acceptable mess to them. Mm -hmm. And I think when we're talking about this pathological yeah. mess maker, we're talking about like those extreme yeah. versions of mess. It's not like, oh, I have a pile of clothes on my floor that I need to right. deal with. Right. Uh, I, I will, you know, I think it's like if your entire home is a pile of clothes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and know? also the, I can't remember which article I read and it's um you also have your norms right. and and so messy can be a warning sign to you. So let's say you have a mint meticulous home or a mint meticulous desk at work and all of a sudden there's a week and it is chaotic. Your desk mm -hmm. That is not your norm, so pay attention. Like if all right. of a sudden you're showing signs of messy where you don't normally show signs of messy, hey, talk talk to somebody. Like go spend time with your friends, or if you have a therapist, go talk to your therapist. Go, you know what? Some, I don't think something's 
right. Cause I, I'm never this messy and I'm wondering if something's bothering me. Mm-hmm. So it, that's where messy can be a gift. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about that. There's some pros and cons to messy, you know, and, and so we're going to get into that as well. Definitely. Uh, so last but not least from this fun quiz is the order enforcer. <laughs> so it says it's not enough for you to push yourself to excessive levels of neatness. You feel compelled to inflict unnecessary and restrictive order on those around you, probably sowing tension and resentment along the way. This behavior can be a symptom of underlying disorder. So for an example, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. So remember that other people are in charge of their own lives. Try to back off. And if you can't, consider seeking help. So similar to the last one, but on the other end of the spectrum. This is Mm -hmm. like if you are spending all of your time thinking about being excessively neat and tidy, and now you find that you're trying to inflict that on other people as well. Um, and again, as you were saying, Karen, you know, you have to think about this in relation to yourself and what your typical baseline is. And I will say as well, I think that, and I know we've talked about this in numerous other episodes, this idea of comparison again comes into mind for me. So really paying attention to what your baseline, what your normal is and not comparing yourself to somebody else's normal. Because somebody else's normal might be messier or tidier than your normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally, if I feel my world is overloaded, I, I'm not a multitasker. Like I, I'm very single focused. So when I feel like I'm overloaded, I have too many irons in the fire, you're going to see me be messier. You're going to see that when I change clothes and all that, I'm not going to be as thoughtful and mindful to hang them up. I'm going to have a pile on the chair. You're going to see me um, all of a sudden I'm fine with the dishes in the sink, or you're going to see my desk even messier than it normally is, (laughs) but it's because I'm over, I'm feeling overloaded. And so to me, I know it's an indicator for me and I love it. You're right. There's a norm for me. I, I do have a messy side and I'm comfortable with that messy side, but then there's a messy where I'm, I'm not. I'm overloaded and it's coming out now because I'm not, I don't have the time, not taking the time and the care to, to make sure it's not too, too messy. (laughs) Right. Definitely. Uh, So with our last 10 minutes, we are going to talk about some of the pros and cons of being messy as well as um, why you might be messy or what it could mean. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did already talk about there are sometimes these mental health issues, and that could be a reason that you're finding that you are more messy. As you said, Karen, it could just be because you're busy. Uh, maybe you're just going through a busy time in your life, so you've had less time to clean and organize than you might normally. It could be a sign that you have too many items, too many possessions, and perhaps you need to let go of some things so that you can declutter in your life. It could be a result of the other people around you that you live with. If you have kids, if you have a partner, Mm -hmm. I know that my baseline or my normal for what is messy for me had to change once I started living with Victor because his normal is different than my normal. We had to find a new normal. So good. Well said. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It could be because you're feeling overwhelmed in your life or it could actually just be preference. Some people just don't care if their space is as tidy as other people. And 
that's okay. Yeah. I had, um, this was really helpful for me, two things. Um, one is I had someone, this is a long time ago, say your, your home's not a show home. It's not a show home. So don't put that kind of pressure on yourself because it's you, you don't have that type of personality to have your home be a show home. And it was like so liberating to know that I'm not that way. I'm, I have a lived in home. My home is comfortable and it's lived in. And when people come over, they can relax and kick their feet, their shoes off or, 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 you know, put their feet up on the table or whatever. I, so I have more of a, a lived in approach to living. And, um, so that was one. the second thing I was at, I, I remember this, I was at the dentist office. No, I was at the eye doctor and this is a long time ago too. And I was reading and it said, are you disorganized? And messy was talking about this article on messy. This is years ago. And that's when I learned about creativity for the first time. And I had to redo how I clean because I need it to be, I need things to look really cool. So for example, instead of having a bunch of papers, I now have a binder and all that paper is now in a binder. And so it's still there. It's just that it's in a really, really cool looking binder or a journal and stuff. So I had to learn all these creative ways of letting my mess be more controlled <laughs> when it comes to paper. And, and so things like that. So I, and also I need color. I need a lot of color. So if everything is like a filing cabinet that's black and you can't see in it, forget, I'm just going to stuff it full of paper. <laughs> but if it's like glass and you can see through it and it's got mosaic colors on it or it's it's like really beautiful art i'm gonna be way more intentional to keep it neat and tidy because i love how artistic it looks so that helped me a lot on um on my messy papers is i had to see this artwork and that helped me organize it better because i, I i'm messy like with papers that. yeah it's a that's a nice tip as well like when you're organizing or going to tidy things to find a visually interesting way that you can so that it becomes, like you said, more of an art project or it becomes something that could be kind of fun and actually is visually interesting to look at as well, mm -hmm. which I like. The other one I had, um, I had this woman who told me I don't have a show home. I have a lived in home um, or place or even if it's in my office, whatever it is, it's lived in and I, and to be confident and comfortable with that. And then, and then when I read that article about turning to art, the other thing she said to me was, um, everything has a place. It belongs. Everything belongs. Mm -hmm. And I went, everything belongs. So where does this belong? And I started to find places where that would belong. And that became its residence, you know, mm -hmm. that helped me too. to, so I didn't just, if it didn't, does it go here? No, it doesn't go here. Where does it go? It goes, it was so easy to be cleaner and tidier or tidier because messy doesn't mean you're not clean by the way, side note. Right. It just means you're not tidy. So that's a big difference. Right. But anyways, so yeah, I talked about how um, everything has a place and that was help to help my mind kind of get a little tidier. <laughs> that's actually one of my biggest mantras, I think, for myself oh. as far as when it comes to keeping things tidy. Um, I'm a very out of sight, out of mind sort of person. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I need a place for everything and everything mm -hmm. in its place. Because oh. if something is not in its place and I can't see it, I will just literally forget it exists. Um, wow. Yeah, it's good. I like that. <laughs> so. And if, yeah. So, yeah. I also, well, I, I you know how that. Yeah, you know how like in garages, they'll have the cork board and then they draw 
the the like if it's a wrench yeah. they'll draw and then they put the wrench and i think and i always did when i was listening when i was little i used to think that was so cool it's like wow like they draw so they know where to put the wrench and the hammer it's like that was the coolest thing well, it is cool. And it's a place for everything. It's everything in its place. And it's visually interesting. So it's very visually there interesting. we it's go. It's like a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as we run out of our time here, let's quickly go through our, our pros and cons that we came up with or, or that some articles helped us come up with as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so pros, as we were just saying, heightened creativity. Oftentimes from what we've read and from what we've observed, People that are messy do tend to be more creative or I shouldn't say more creative, but they just tend to be creative people. Yes. Yes. Um, it can be more, it can leave you to be more open to opportunities to try new things because you are not spending your time being organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and similar to what we were both saying, there's often, there is still some form of organization. It may just only make sense to your brain, but that's okay. Yes. That's Yours is the only brain it needs to make sense to. <laughs> Other advantages. So again, creativity, they typically have their own way of being organized, which we just talked about. Typically, messy people won't sweat the small stuff because, again, you're not getting caught up in details. And again, that will allow you to be more spontaneous or flexible, open to new experiences. You often have really good ideas as well, which goes along with the creativity. And I liked what you were saying, Karen, that you can, you know, you can make your mess into art in a way. Like being messy is a bit of its own art form. So what we're discovering is that messy people are actually really amazing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, too, and what I love is most of us are savant messy people, the first one in the quiz, where we have a part of our life that's messy and nothing else. Right. Like we have a part of our lives. Like you were talking about, um, I think the bathroom for me, like laundry, I, I enjoy doing laundry and I love hanging it up. And I like, I, it's not, it's very cathartic for me to do laundry and, and then folding it. So I don't leave it in the dryer. I fold it for some reason, clothes and dryers and hanging them up is fine. And I'm very neat and tidy, but those dang papers, that's just my area. So our, we'll end this episode on the cons. <laughs> we talked the busy people up so much. We've really, you know, really working you up, but we have to take you down just slight notch. Uh, so cons, um, according to our readings, the cons to being a messy person uh, is that sometimes these people tend to be less charitable. Um, I couldn't really understand why I didn't, I didn't personally find any information as to the reasoning behind that, but that just seems to be something that is a phenomenon that is found that many times messy people are less charitable. Maybe uh, I'm going to just guess here. This is a total guess. Maybe, um, people that are more tidy and organized, even though we're not talking about organized necessarily, but they're more tidy and neat, can can give away things more because like they don't need that surplus. Ooh, yeah. So they may be giving things away because they don't need it anymore, and so they're paying it forward. But if you're messy and like you know, and then you may hold on to things a little more, or that clutteredness might be keeping you from seeing past the clutter, possibly. Right. Ooh, yeah. That's that's a good guess. 
I, I, I think that that makes sense to me. Uh, messy people oftentimes are found to make less healthy choices. So I think that probably goes back to a little bit of what you were speaking about as well. This idea that if you're messy, then, you know, you're not paying as much attention to all of these small details or being very orderly, which I think that kind of brain is going to think more about like the health aspect the of disciplines, yeah. right? Discipline and mm-hmm. uh, other disadvantages is that messy people um, sometimes will be more fatigued. They'll have more fatigue in their life. They might find that there's a bit more chaos in their life, which can also mean that things can be more difficult to focus on. All of these seem very self-explanatory to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, your visual cortex can become overwhelmed by task irrelevant objects. So again, that inability to focus because you might be paying attention to the mess. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that one was fascinating that there's so much around you that it's it, you're, it's that squirrel, squirrel, shiny things, and it, it will keep you from focusing. I thought, I thought that was really, really insightful. Yeah. And the last one that we have is that it can be harder to allocate your attention and complete projects, Um, which I think, again, goes back to what you were just saying, Karen, this idea of you, the squirrel thing, right? You were just getting more distracted (laughs) or perhaps because you're not as organized, it's harder to complete a task from point A to point B because you're getting hung up on... B, C, D, E, and F. Um, yeah. Well, there we go. So with that being said, my final note for us all today is I personally am a person that tends to be a bit more on the messy side, and I like to call it organized chaos. So you can all use that if you'd like, because that's the way that it makes me feel like I am still getting that organization piece, but I am acknowledging that there is a little bit of chaos there as well. And that makes me feel really good about my messiness. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Uh, Well, that has been our episode today on mess, messiness, and stay tuned. There may be another episode where we talk about what it's like to be organized. (laughs) Give you guys some love as well. (laughs) Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.